Let's all pray. Father God, we are here in the name of Christ Jesus to receive your word today. We pray for the anointing of the Holy Ghost to every listener of today's word. May each and every one receive wisdom and understanding of your word of prophecy. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord and welcome back to Weekly Message here at World Gospel Mission Church. Today's date is July 4th, 2021. I'm glad you can join us here again today. Let's all begin with meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God and Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main text comes from Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 4 through 9. Jeremiah 30, 4 through 9. And these are the words that the Lord spake concerning Israel and concerning Judah. For thus saith the Lord, We have heard a voice of trembling, of fear, and not of peace. Ask ye now, and see whether a man doth travail with child. Wherefore do I see every man with his hands on his loins, as a woman in travail? And all faces are turned into paleness. Alas! For that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. But he shall be saved out of it. For it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off thy neck, and will burst thy bonds, and strangers shall no more serve themselves of him. But they shall serve the Lord their God, and David their king, whom I will raise up unto them. The age in which we are now living is the beginning of sorrows, just as Jesus said 2,000 years ago. All the natural disasters that are happening around the world right now 
are not just local phenomena, but global scale disasters. It is time to take Jesus' warning in our heart once again. In Matthew 24, verse 4 through 8, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, and pestilences, and earthquakes in divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. When the disciples asked Jesus about what would happen in the last days, he talked about the beginning of sorrows which will come upon the whole world in the future, just before heralding in the Great Tribulation. Long ago, through the prophet Jeremiah, God prophesied about the coming time of suffering through the Great Tribulation before the return of Jesus Christ in order to refine and purify the remnant of Israel who will enter the millennial kingdom of Jesus Christ. That is where King David will rule in the future. Once again from Jeremiah 30, verses 5-9 through 9, For thus saith the Lord, We have heard a voice of trembling, of fear, and not of peace. Ask ye now, and see whether a man doth travail with child. Wherefore do I see every man with his hands on his loins, as a woman in travail, and all faces are turned into paleness. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. For it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off thy neck, and will burst thy bonds, and strangers shall no more serve themselves of him, but they shall serve the Lord their God, and David their king, whom I will raise up unto them. God confirmed this prophecy of Jeremiah by speaking to the prophet Ezekiel that the Lord God would set King David as ruler of Israel in the millennial kingdom of Jesus Christ, which will be after the Great Tribulation. Ezekiel 34, verses 20 through 24, he said, Therefore thus saith the Lord God unto them, Behold, I, even I, will judge between the fat cattle and between the lean cattle, because ye have thrust with side and with shoulder, and pushed all the diseased with your horns, till ye have scattered them abroad. Therefore will I save my flock, and they shall no more be a prey, and I will judge between cattle and cattle, and I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them, even my servant David. He shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David, a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken it. 
The seven-year tribulation, which will come in the near future, is the final seven years set aside for God's chosen people of Israel, where they will be put in a furnace-like trials and suffering in order for them to understand their sins, so that they may finally understand and know Jesus Christ is their Messiah and lead them to repentance. Therefore, it is important to know that the Great Tribulation has nothing to do with the Church of God. The theological argues about pre-tribulation rapture, the mid-tribulation rapture, and also the post-tribulation rapture. The Church of God has nothing to do with the Great Tribulation. The Great Tribulation has been prepared for the people of Israel. Their church has already repented sins and believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. So all sins are forgiven and have received the Holy Spirit and have already become children of God, as well as the Bride of Christ. However, no matter how many religious people attend church services to confess their faith in Jesus Christ only with their mouth, but have not been regenerated by the Holy Ghost, shall go through the Great Tribulation with the Jews and the Gentiles. Simply put, in this age, in God's eyes, you are one of the three categories. You're either the church, a Jew, or a Gentile. Out of these three, only one will rapture out of here before the Great Tribulation. The remaining two will suffer through the Great Tribulation. God also prophesied through an angel, Gabriel, who appeared to the prophet Daniel about the fact that the seven years of tribulation has been prepared for the people of Israel. In Daniel 9, verse 20 through 27, at the beginning of thy supplications, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore understand the matter, and consider the vision. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city, to finish the transgression, and to make an end of sins, and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness, and to seal up the vision and prophecy, and to anoint the Most Holy. Know therefore and understand, that from the going forth of the commandment to restore, and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the Prince, shall be seven weeks. In threescore and two weeks, the street shall be built again, and the wall, even in troublous times, and after threescore and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood. And unto the end of the war desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, 
even until the consummation and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. When the spies searched for 40 days in the land of Canaan and spread misinformation, the word of God tells us that one week is equivalent to seven years. In Numbers 14 verse 34, After the number of the days in which he searched the land, even forty days, each day for a year, shall ye bear your iniquities, even forty years, and ye shall know my breach of promise. Now it is sixty-two weeks and seven weeks, so total sixty-nine weeks, which equals to 483 years since the Persian king's decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. As told by the angel Gabriel, who appeared before Daniel, and God's anointed, the Messiah Jesus Christ, died on the cross. It has now been 2,000 years since the death of the Messiah, and the timetable of Israel has stopped because the king of Israel has been cut off. Now, there only remains one final week, one final seven years for Israel. This is the beginning of the seven-year tribulation, the time of Jacob's trouble. At this time, the Antichrist will appear, and he will confirm the covenant for one week, which equals the seven years of tribulation. And in the middle of the week, after three and a half years, he will break his covenant and there will be a great tribulation for three and a half years. Then the archangel Michael shall arise, and as prophesied through the prophet Daniel, in Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was, since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Apostle John, who saw Michael and his angels appearing in the future, to fight and overcome the dragon and then cast down that dragon down to the earth. He also witnessed the Antichrist to destroy the city and the sanctuary, at the end be covered with a flood. He said this in Revelation 12, verse 7 through 9, And there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought with his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him, Next in Revelation 12, verse 13 through 17. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child, 
And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time, and times, and half a time, from the face of the serpent. That's three and a half years. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth, and swallowed, swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God, and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. But before the great tribulation, Jesus Christ will appear in the air to lift the church of God into heaven, who has already been saved and has entered the kingdom of God. The resurrected Jesus spoke to Apostle John about the church that would be raptured and will not pass through the great tribulation, as well as the church that will not be raptured. The church that will be raptured is the church of Philadelphia. And the church of Laodicea is carnal, lukewarm, spiritually dead, poor, blind, not regenerated by the Holy Ghost. This church will be left behind for the great tribulation, suffering greatly along with the Jews and the Gentiles. They must repent their sins for not believing in Jesus Christ. Those who are left behind the great tribulation their salvation will be through faith plus works and avoiding receiving the mark of the beast, which will ultimately lead to beheading for rejecting the mark of the beast and confessing the faith in Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus asked Apostle John to write about the church of Philadelphia, which will be raptured. Revelation 3 Verses 7-13, through 13, he said, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, And no man can shut it, for thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews, and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee, because thou hast kept kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly, hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him 
the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Jesus will return. This is the truth just as the Bible states. Jesus died and paid for your sins with his life. All you have to do is believe in him. And Jesus is waiting for you even today. Repent your sin of not believing in the blood of Jesus Christ. And also believe in your heart this very gospel. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, you will receive the salvation of your soul. I humbly ask you to invite Jesus Christ into your heart today and let him lead your eternal life. The day of salvation is now. The day of salvation is today.